Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode three of the Loving Your Life Again podcast. I am your host, Christina. This week, we're going to talk about overthinking, negative self-talk. I'm, I'm kind of excited to dig into this topic, and some might wonder, but why? Well, I'm learning as I continue to grow. This is something that we will always have to deal with, but it continues to get easier. This is an area where too many of us get stuck. It's like once that loop starts or once the merry-go-round starts, you're ready to get off, but it keeps going around and around and around. It drains all of your energy You're trying to come up with solutions, but it's literally getting you nowhere but exhausted, anxious, and frustrated. Overthinking, at least in part, stems from control. We are looking at ways to control or predict a situation, trying to come up with solutions for a problem that may never even exist. Please know, I am speaking to you from where I am, where I have been. I am in the process of coming off of this merry-go-round. The good news is I've been doing the work. Actually, I kind of got back onto the merry-go-round because I stopped doing the work for a little bit. And I just had that realization today. I was focused on too many other things and not my self-care. So it started to allow those old bad habits to creep back in. The good news is as you continue on this journey the period in which you recognize that happening and to coming up with the best tools at that time to getting through it becomes shorter and easier. And when you know what you're looking for, you know what tools work and when and how to play with them, that the duration gets shorter and shorter. Before I started my healing journey, I was completely unaware It would have caused a lot of frustration and anxiety. I would have, in a way, become obsessed. So what is overthinking? By definition, it is when you repetitively dwell on the same thoughts and or situations over and over and over again. You can get stuck in dwelling in the past or future tripping. Overthinking is not productive and can cause or be a result of depression, which is focused on the past, and or anxiety, which is the future tripping. For me, when it's rooted in the past, I'm trying to figure out what happened. Typically, what went wrong? And then what can I do in the future to prevent it from happening again? When it's rooted in anxiety, it's like I'm trying to predict the future so I can manage my emotions and expectations. By being a recovering control freak, Old habits die hard. I feel like if I obsess about it enough, I might be able to control it. Though I have yet to be able to. This really hit me hard this past weekend when I was at the river with a friend. A true friend can see when you're stuck and lovingly point it out to you. At the time, I wasn't aware that I was spitting. But her listening in our recent conversations saw a theme emerging and gently pointed it out. What better time to talk to you about something that I'm literally working through. And I know it's something that we all can struggle with. 
Overthinking can come in any area of our lives. The biggest place it consistently revealed itself to me was when I had to make a decision or even a perceived decision. You see, I was consistently in fear of making the wrong decision. I would have what some would refer to as decision paralysis, which in effect is a decision in itself. Let's find a way to get out of our heads and into our hearts. Let's stop overthinking what might happen, what could happen, how can you fix the past. We cannot see the future nor change the past. So let's wasting our energy in trying. We were at the river and I was just listening to the water flow. It occurred to me, the water, it doesn't overthink about where it's going, where it's been. It's literally just in a state of flow. And if you've ever noticed if there's like a pond or just a still body of water, if there's no movement, if there's no flow going in and going out, it gets really kind of gross, stuck, mucky, not clear. That's the same with us. If When we get stuck, we get stagnant and then we can't see clearly. So it's I'm realizing I became out of alignment. I became stuck in my own stuff, if you will. And it's time to, now I'm getting back in alignment. I'm pulling my tools back in that I know to get me aligned. Getting back into flow so we can be that, the water the way it's meant to be. So let's talk about some steps and when you start overthinking, what to do. What practically can I do to break this cycle? Step one is to notice. The key aspect in every healing journey is awareness. If you're not aware, you can't fix it. Step two, once you've noticed the thought, the pattern, the overthinking, forgive yourself for it. Don't judge it. Don't try to stop it. Like a little kid, what happens when you tell it no? What happens when you tell it to stop? What happens when you tell the child to not do something? They want to do it even more. That's the same thing with our, with our thoughts. If you, the more you try to stop it, like there's a saying, what you resist persists. So the more you resist that thought, the more you try to stop that thought, the more you shame yourself for that thought, the more stuck that thought is going to be and the more you're going to have to work to get rid of it. So let's stop shaming and blaming ourselves for the thoughts that we think and let's instead notice, thank yourself, thank you for that thought. I see you. And now I'm going to focus on this over here and then move back to whatever you are in the middle of doing when the thought popped in. Um, if you weren't in the middle of anything, go do what you're going to do next. Just move on to the next thing. You want to make sure you're replacing it with something positive, uplifting that will fill you up. Step three is to truly identify the thought. What is causing that overthinking? Usually when you get stuck in a pattern of overthinking, there's an underlying lie, an underlying belief, an underlying like root cause hidden underneath that got triggered to cause you to start overthinking. So you need to identify what that is. All these other tools that are out there, 
that are wonderful and amazing and definitely use, but you'll be going in the same circle over and over and over again if you don't deal with that root. So it's key that that you continue to work on and and you might identify one layer of it. Again, this this is a process that might be several layers deep. The key is to notice when that thought starts. Forgive yourself for the thought. Identify it. As you, it might be another layer deep of what you're trying to identify. Step four is to have affirmations, Bible verses, something, whatever your tools are to replace that those thoughts have them handy and have them readily available you have them memorized back in your memory bank but when you the overthinking state you're not thinking clearly you're not able to readily easily access those tools so if you have quick and easy reminders someplace that you can easily pick up to bring those back up to the surface to help kind of clear those cobwebs, to clear the air, if you will. So you can start seeing clearly again. You need to make sure that you're replacing whatever those lies are, whatever that overthinking is, whatever the root cause is. You need to make sure you replace that with what the truth is. Otherwise, it'll keep coming back. You need to make sure you fill that spot. Um, some other tools that are highly beneficial that I just, I, I learned this week how, how incredibly important community is, how incredibly important it is to have a good friend or multiple that you can speak openly with, who will support you wherever you are on your journey and support you in the way that's best for you. Everybody's different. Everybody will hear things differently. Tools will work differently for different people. Not all tools are going to work for everybody in the same order or each time. Like it's always going to be something you have to play with and having people around you who you guys have that relationship built that you can speak that openly and candidly and they can help provide clarity where you're not seeing clearly. Um, Some other ways that they can your community can help you is using some tough love. Other times it's praying for you. Often it's a combination of many things. It's like when you have the a community, they can help support you. They can help you see from like above the trees where when you're stuck and you're overthinking, it's like you're in a forest. And you're trying to find your way through, but all you can see is nothing but trees, endless trees. Well, when you lift up above the trees, you can see the path more clearly. So then you can drop back down and navigate your way through. Having a good friend can help elevate you above those trees, help you see it from the bigger picture. So you're not trying to find your way out of the forest when all you can see is just a wall of trees. As I've been going through this journey the the last few days, it occurred to me, I'm on the verge of a breakthrough. Whenever, I have to remind myself, whenever I start going through one of these periods, it's always a sign I'm getting ready to break through a new level. 
So though I don't actually enjoy it, now I'm getting excited for it because I'm like, ooh, what's coming next? What I've noticed is whenever you have a breakdown, no matter the size, though thinking about it, I'm not really sure the size changes. I think that you grow so you have more tools readily available. You, you'll notice it quicker. You're more aware. Um, and then you can start more effectively using your tools in the right, in the right ways at the right time. So you can work your way through it a little bit easier each time. Kind of like when you're working out, it doesn't get easier. You get better. As I've been reflecting on this process the last few days, the verse John 10, 10 popped in my head the other day. And that's the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. These are words of Jesus. You see, I realized the thief was trying to steal my joy. I had been in such a good place for so long. And it's like that old adage, what goes up must come down. Good news, it doesn't need to stay down. The thief tried to kill, steal, and destroy my joy. But my God is bigger. Jesus is my life. And as long as he is with me, I have the most abundant life and wouldn't trade it for the world. Let's continue to co-create our lives the way God intended. Again, back to awareness and what works for you. Be aware of, of the, the joy stealers, of the peace stealers, of the hope stealers. We are meant to have an abundant life. You are worthy of it. You are worthy just because you don't have to earn it. You deserve to live a life that is so full of joy, so full of joy that nobody can steal it from you. Even when I had my bad moments, if you will. I still never lost my joy. I, I felt some, some negative emotions there, but I never truly lost my joy. It was just even more confirmation and even more grateful that I've learned how to be happy, to feel good. It really, it feels good to feel good. And once you learn what feeling good is like when you're not feeling good, you're working your way to get back to it because there is no better feeling in the world. And I am so grateful that I've done the work so far that I've done to know what that feels like because I didn't know it was possible. And if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. And it's just not possible, but you deserve it. You are worthy of it. And don't forget, you are loved and you're not alone no matter where you are at in your journey. I am so grateful that you have decided to go on this journey with me. As I've said before, but I, and I will continue to say, remember, you are not alone. And I know how lonely the journey can feel until you find your community. And that's what I'm here to do, is to help build a community so you know you're not alone. At any time, feel free to contact me. All of my contact information will be in the notes below. I'd love to hear your feedback. What are you liking? What are you not liking? Or even what would some topics that you'd be interested in hearing about? Side note, I'm always looking for guests. So if you are a survivor or an expert 
please contact me and we can set something up. Lastly, and maybe most importantly, be sure to subscribe. If you would be kind enough to take a few moments to rate and review this podcast, it really does make a world of difference in helping other people find me. And we can all continue on this journey together.